Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Joined now by Senator Tom Cotton of the great state of Arkansas, which I believe avoided getting smashed by the winter storm. Am I right about that, Senator? No, 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 you're not quite. Some places in Arkansas have more than 10 inches of snow and lots of sub-zero temperature. So like the rest of the Midwest, really most of the country, all the way down to southern Texas, I gather, uh, it's a deep freeze right now. You know what we call that in Ohio, Senator? We call that April. So I'm just I'm I'm just surprised. Aren't you you sitting in Southern California right now? I am, but I'm telling you, I grew up in Ohio, and we just call that April in Ohio. Senator, I want to talk to you about your tweet this weekend, and I've been playing uh, the CDC's Rochelle Walensky, and I've been playing Rick Grinnell. Why are the schools closed? The schools are closed because Joe Biden and the Democrats are beholden to teachers' unions. Joe Biden's single biggest donor, and they're ignoring the science after demanding for a year that only the science can dictate uh, the choices we should make about how to deal with this pandemic. Look, it's been clear for for a long time, both abroad and since August in many states like Arkansas, that kids can be back in school and teachers and kids can be safe before the vaccine was even rolled out, before individuals get vaccinated with basic precautions like wearing masks and keeping kids socially distant, you know, eating lunches at your uh, desks. It's not perfect. It's not like it's not the way we want kids to learn in the long term, but it is sure a lot better than having kids stuck at home alone with frantic parents being isolated, suffering from mental health problems. Um, Kids need to be back in school and they could be back in school all across the country if it weren't for Joe Biden and the Democrats putting teachers unions ahead of kids. Now, are the Arkansas public schools open, Senator? Yeah, uh, Arkansas public schools have been open um, since August, and that's five days a week of in-person instruction uh, in every school. Now, every school that I've visited, at least, also offers a online adjunct. You know, if a student or a parent has a vulnerability uh, that makes them particularly susceptible to the virus, they can stay home. Some schools have on occasion shifted for a few days to a remote learning only model if they've had, um, you know, say, teachers or staff usually have to quarantine um, because of potential exposure. I'm not aware of any single mass event where you've had widespread uh, numbers of cases related to public schools in Arkansas or, for that matter, across the country. I think if you did have that, it would be on CNN every hour on the hour. So, again, it's not perfect. Um, It's not the way we want our kids to learn in the long run. But if you look at the setbacks that so many kids are having in terms of their intellectual and social uh, development, if the mental, the mental health challenges that kids are have, uh, the strain it puts on working parents to have to find child care arrangements for their kids. There's no question that schools across the country can be open five days a week for in-person learning, as they have been in Arkansas and so many other states since August. But so, Joe Biden and the Democrats don't want to do it. So my question, Senator, why are the public employee unions in Arkansas cooperating? I assume that you have teachers unions in Arkansas and not in California. What is going, what's the difference there? Well, I think you in certain states like California or New York, um, their public employee unions are just much stronger and they've been rewarded with ever greater pay and benefits um, and political power by the politicians um, on whom they shower their campaign contributions. 
in Arkansas as in so many other states that just that's just not the case. Um, and uh, I mean, we do have some teachers unions, not that many, frankly, but we have some. But uh, have a much longer history of working in a more cooperative fashion. There was a time when one teachers union last fall didn't want to show up, and the school stayed open, and virtually all the teachers showed up. Um, it's just a, a different kind of culture and a, an approach to the relationship between teachers and educators on the one hand and families and kids on the other hand. So so uh, what I want to prove for the audience, not all public employees are the same. There are some teachers unions that are responsible, as in Arkansas, and they're or at least not powerful enough to stop the government from bringing them back to work. But in Chicago, where they announced a breakthrough, the breakthrough was actually to open one day a week, Senator Cotton. It's extraordinary. And children die because of this. I think that's the key part of the public health equation, is that the consequences of this may not be readily apparent to people without small children, but it's disastrous for children. Yeah, the, again, Hugh, the, the, putting aside the intellectual academic um, development of these kids, stuff that's, that, that they'll never get back, like you can't turn back the clock. They're gonna, they've missed now a year in school. We can only stop that harm. The, the mental health implications of this, and you see, because you see so many stories of kids suffering from depression or anxiety or, or tragically kids committing suicide because of the loneliness and despair that they face. Um, I mean, it is just appalling what these Democratic politicians across the country, up to and including Joe Biden, are doing to kids to protect one of their great political patrons. Uh, and Joe Biden, remember, he, he attacked Donald Trump throughout the campaign for not listening to science, not listening to experts. I mean, he basically forced his CDC director to go out and have a public show trial to confess error and accommodate uh, his largest donors. When she had said, frankly, what we all know, what we've seen through our own experience in places like Arkansas, kids can be back in school five days a week in person. They should be back in school. They should be. Senator Cotton, thank you for joining me. That is that is absolutely one of the clearest distinctions between Republican and Democrat right now. Republicans want the schools open. Big donor Democrats, the school unions, public employees do not. It's that simple. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The Supreme Court ruled in favor of two churches in California that were challenging orders coming from California's Governor Gavin Newsom, orders that effectively shut down all indoor worship services for churches and other religious congregations in California. The 6-3 decision is huge in its impact. The big change came from the Chief Justice, John G. Roberts Jr. In May of last year, when we were looking at a church in Nevada, the court turned down its appeal by a vote of five to four, with the chief justice among the five votes. So what caused the chief justice of the United States to change his mind now? With reference to deference toward the states, he said, deference, though broad, has its limits. That limit must have been crossed somewhere between May of last year and February the 5th of this year when the chief justice changed his mind. What it adds up to is a big win for religious liberty. We need to celebrate it. I'm Albert Muller. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.